Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or the comfort from your own computer or laptop. Create tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They're distributing your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Do spoof, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Mandatory calls to action. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Who's Remarkable. Today, I'm going to be talking about how do I cope with anxiety. So before I get started, I'm going to play a song by Whitney Houston. It's called You Give Good Love.
something. Put in there. All right, everybody. That was a song by Whitney Houston entitled "You Give Me Love." I'm gonna play one more song for you all before I get started on my podcast. Uh, give me a few minutes. Play that song. Well, I'm not gonna play this one. I'm gonna start out there, buddy.
All right, everybody. That was Shaka Khan song entitled Through the Fire. So I'm going to get ahead and get started on YouTube and Facebook, everybody. Hope all is well with everybody on this amazing and fabulous Sunday. All right. Good afternoon, good evening, and good morning to everybody on this amazing and fabulous Sunday. This is a remarkable queen of inspiration, the founder of On Time Ministry, 2000 Love Ministry. Continue the segment of Who is Remarkable? How do I cope with anxiety? So I'm going to go right on into it. How do I cope with anxiety periodically or even daily? I have to remind myself and say, Lord, give me strength, God. Give me strength in any area that I'm facing. I had to really talk myself into getting myself motivated a lot of times. Because when little things come to my area or come into my vision, or how would I say it coming my way, I have that anxiety builds up, so I had to talk myself through it sometimes. I'd be like, okay, remarkable, okay, Latricia, get yourself together, get your head in the game. And I had to really talk myself through it. And when I talk myself through it and go through those difficult and challenging situations, I come out I come out all right. But the anxiety of new change and new things happen to me that builds up, especially stuff that's unexpected. That just really builds my anxiety up really high. And I be talking myself through it, talking to God, talking myself through it, putting some music on, walking around. And then all of a sudden, when it's all said and done, then I feel like, man, I had all this anxiety for this particular situation or situations, and it wasn't even that serious. It's like over, it's like over, over exaggerating about something. And I struggle with that so badly with that anxiety, everybody. It's just hard. It's hard sometimes. And I mean, I had to talk myself through it and I just had to try to stay positive as much as possible. And it gets to be mind-boggling and nerve-wracking, I must say. When I say mind-boggling and nerve-wracking, it drives me completely bananas. But then I go back to that place like, dog, what can I do? So I'm going to tell you a few th other things that I do to kind of help. Also, too, when I have a lot of anxiety, I like to watch a lot. I watch a couple of like a lot of videos on YouTube, preferably music videos. And sometimes I found a new um, subscriber that was just doing dancing and um, bringing and playing old school music. And I was um, I would share those two uh, subscribers on my Facebook page. That's something that kind of give you, kind of get you laughing, kind of get you happy. It just takes your mind off your problems and. That really kind of helped me. I actually found them about a week or so ago. And I tell you, most people have followed them or probably heard of them. I've never heard of them until about a week or so when I was playing that one song, Get Down On It. And then I was just following every video and I kept going back to back to back. And it was just making me laugh, it was making me happy, it was making me feel good. And like I said, I'm going to show you two gentlemen uh, YouTube channel. And most of y'all may be subscribed to it. But if you're not, it's just the fact is what anxiety that you have. This will help you release it, and it helped release me too. And also, too, laughter helps. Watching, listening to music, watching funny videos, watching movies. I love to write, like I said. I love to just keep myself active. Being outside relieves a lot of my anxiety. Uh, talking to good friends, 
food used to be my coping mechanism, but since I changed my diet, that whole thing just went out the window. There is no more food binging or no anxiety eating and none of that that's done. It's called water and good fruit and maybe a cookie, but water and good fruit and, and, and a cookie or two. That's it. I can't just sit here and binge eat no more. That's another thing I used to do too when I had anxiety is to drink a whole bunch of, like I told you, I used to drink a whole bunch of iced tea. I used to drink a lot of soda. I used to eat a lot of junk food, preferably a lot of potato chips. I used to eat a lot of um, stuff that wasn't healthy. French fries was one of them. And I used to binge eat as well when I had anxiety. And I used to eat, 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 eat and drink and drink because I noticed my weight was going up. But that food and them drinks were comforting me and helping me through my anxiety. But also, too, it was really, nowhere is my son Jerome's thing he got from the store. But it really made my weight go up. It really stopped terrorizing me inside it was really hurting my insides because whatever you put in your body is what is going to affect you health wise and it was affecting me it was affecting me i can tell i was gaining weight i can tell that i was not getting the proper energy that i was supposed to be getting because the stuff i was eating was not good for me the stuff that i was eating was unhealthy and i was eating very unhealthy all the the wings and all the french fries and all the red all the uh, blue cheese and celery and the potato salad the cornbread mac and cheese collard greens neck bones you name it i talked about this at the beginning of who's remarkable but i'm coming back to the anxiety because i was i was i was really indulging this food literally and i knew deep down inside i needed to lose weight but it took me to have to go through this last episode of it for me to really cut back and i find fruit to be very rewarding now um, I ate fruit, but now I just love it. I'm sorry, I just do salads and fruit is good. And that's another thing that I used to do when I was coping with my anxiety. And also, too, I may sometimes get some type of sweets that kind of indulge my anxiety, like candy bars, chocolate. Uh, sometimes every now and then I ate cream, but them chocolate bars and them candies and strawberry bonnets, I used to tear them things up like they were going out of style. And what I noticed about that is I had to have it. It was a it was a want, not a need. It was a want that I had to kind of feed my anxiety. Got rid of that. Haven't had candy in a minute. So the next thing I cope with, um, I used to with dealing with my anxiety. I used to go on drives. And I told you about the accident I had back in September, so I had to kind of cut that down. But before then, I used to just get in the car and just go, just go wherever, and just take a moment and just release that stuff. And just turn my music up real loud and just get on going here and there. It didn't matter where I was. Just driving, riding, enjoying that fresh air, enjoying the sunlight, and just enjoying life. That's what I did to cope with my anxiety. Another thing I do when it gets so bad, I pop on a movie. Something that I normally don't do because I'm not a big fan of TV anymore since I done got so into social media and doing other things now. I don't really spend that much time watching TV when I have anxiety. Really bad. And I still do it periodically, but it's not as bad as it was when I had anxiety. I will put on a movie and watch movies and show laid up in the bed and I'll lay on the pillow up under the cover with the shade down, sometime with the light on, sometime with the light off, and just sit there and watch and, and just watch TV or watch shows back to back, back to back. Another thing about anxiety, I have a screaming outburst. 
you like, why are you telling your business? I'm telling you how I cope with anxiety. I have a street outburst or anxiety goes from here to 100 real quick. And it just makes you lose control and spiraling lose it. And anxiety is real. It's real, ladies and gentlemen. I suffer it and many, many other people out here suffer from it. But I can be honest about it and talk to you about it, everybody. Because that's the things I've had experienced. And sometimes they do kind of flare up in those particular areas. But the food thing, I don't even entertain that no more. And I also, too, find helpful sitting out in the front yard. Because we have chairs in the front yard that we sit out and enjoy that nice little breeze outside. I do that, too. Or get inside the sunlight. Or if the kids want to play outside in the pool, I do that, too. And just kind of just detox what else been going on that's kind of driving me crazy. Now, the real nitty gritty. Most of you like to remarkable. How have you been doing with your anxieties and your grief? That's, ooh, trigger points for me. It's like going to an interview for somebody interviewing a talk show or doing an interview on a radio or a podcast. That's the question most people would like to know. So, like, remarkable, how do you cope with anxiety after grief or dealing with grief? Memories and um, things come out of me. Like, just before I got on this broadcast, I was listening to a couple of songs. And they just brought back memories of things that I experienced as a child. And, um, primply, good memories on that tip. But what does that have to do with coping anxiety? Music soothes me. Music brings me back to reality. Music put a smile on my face. Music makes me happy. It makes me feel joy. It it it, it, it puts me in a dream a dream land mindset. You're like what the heck is that? Daydream mindset, excuse me. And when you put yourself in that daydream mindset, you don't hear nothing or feel anything because you're in your own world. And when you're in your own world Nobody can disturb you, nobody can hurt you, nobody can say this and that. And what I found rewarding about being in that dream mindset is that when I'm there, I can be me. I can be free. I can be able to be free and don't feel the anxiety. Don't feel that pressure coming on. Don't feel that emotion and that, that overbearing feeling that you feel when bad things happen or you feel like something's not going to go right. What I notice about my anxiety as the older I get, I don't need to go and take medication. I don't need to go and sit around and try to identify because I know my trigger points about my anxiety and what triggers it and how to control it. Do sometimes my anxiety be overboard? It does, but I have to learn how to calm myself down. In most cases, some need to be medicated for it and you have to see a therapist for it. But for me, I went through the whole grief counseling and whatnot, and I have people that I can connect with in terms of furthering my therapiness. But I feel for myself that the things that I found out about what triggers it and what affects it or what brings it out, I can manage it. Most people can't manage their anxiety because they have to be medicated or they have to be prescribed to see somebody to kind of help them with that. In my case, I don't need to see anybody for my anxiety. I'm not that far off in terms of going off the bandwagon what I have to um, seek professional help. And that's just truth and honest for myself. I don't have to go and seek for help for those things. 
and how do I cope with it on a day-to-day basis during the pandemic, it's stressful, it's aggravating, I'll get up. And you know what made my anxiety even more high is the fact that when the pandemic hit, when the kids were home, the teachers weren't really teaching when they first started, so that really triggered me to be more overwhelmed and more stressed like every other parent had to deal with that. And some of us still are dealing with it, but it's manageable for me now because I know what to do and how to handle the situation. Before, it was like, okay, I need to get outside, I need to breathe, I need to take a woosaw moment, I need to find things. And I told you, take rises and music just to detox myself and get some fresh air so you don't want to be overworked or overwhelmed. And that's some of the things I've learned about anxiety. When somebody asks me to do something or want me to get involved with something, my anxiety kicks in because I'm not sure about what that looks like. But I go ahead and get it done. Like I tell you, I talk myself through a lot of these situations. And when I do talk myself through a lot of these situations, it comes out differently than what I expected. What I expected in a lot of cases is, okay, when you ask me to do something, my anxiety goes right here because I don't know why it's going to turn out. That's that. That's that. That's that fixed mindset. That's that mindset there. I still got to work on that with that anxiety part. I really got to work on that. And I see that. But I can identify that. A lot of times, when you have those episodes, you can identify it when that trigger point happens. But for me, I can identify and kick it in gear and knock it in the butt real quick and turn that particular that particular thought off. And like I said, talk myself through it, coach myself through it, and get through it and be over with. And when I tell you that I have done that so much lately, and even more and more now it really helps me because I have to calm myself down I say okay Mark, well, get yourself together get your mind right you gotta deal with the situation like, take your mind off at ease and then like I said it comes into a place where it all smooths out the way you want to stop being over anxious remarkable stop overthinking stop getting all wound up like a top because at the end of the day it's not even that serious and it's not that serious mm-hmm. you had it you gave me one of the sticks it's probably on the sofa that's my big boy but what I'm telling you is when I talk myself out it's kind of like you psych yourself out you're like what that mean I ain't heard that a long time psych yourself out just make sure you're kind of tricking yourself and doing something convincing yourself sir I'm doing something tricking yourself and doing something or changing your mind to get off what you expect it to be and then once it's all said done then you be like you can breathe because it's over with until the next episode have i ever experienced panic attacks no i have not have i ever experienced anxiety of just fearful things happening i have um something doesn't feel right in me it just surface up and I can feel it because it's strong and when it's strong it just it really just nigs away me like that, that 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 just like that because I know in the back of my mind that there's an issue that needs to be resolved and that issue that needs to be resolved I have to face it head on some things that I don't like to face I'm telling you this ladies and gentlemen I had to face it 
and it was either I'm mad, I was sad, depressed, scared, in tears. I had to face some of those tough, 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 tough situations. And those tough situations endured with kids having some issues in school or dealing with their illnesses or seeing what the doctor has to say about you, going into surgery or hearing doctor report, blood work, labs, you name it, all of those factors. Because, because when you don't know what's happening, you have build up this negative image that surface up because you fear that the worst is going to be revealed. But in true reality, ladies and gentlemen, it's not even that. It's the fact that you're expecting something to be a bad report. You're expecting something to be what you've been expecting. And at times, I was correct on a lot of this stuff. Did it stress me out? Of course. Did it brought more anxiety? Yes. Did it get sleepless nights? And of course it does. But like I said, I have to talk myself out of these situations. Have I talked to friends and professionals about those who are in the professional therapeutic field? I have talked to people on that state about that. And I've talked to them, like I said, grief counseling about some of that stuff and gave me a couple of tips on what to do and how to reduce it. So what I want to tell you all about how I cope with anxiety, I wanted to share this with you this afternoon on this Sunday afternoon, evening or night, whatever your time zone may be, to give you an understanding that, hey, Remarkable has anxiety. Remarkable copes with it and learn how to manage it very well. And by me managing it, I can say I'm very proud of myself. I'm proud of myself because I can identify those trigger points. I'm proud of myself because I did homework. I, I'm proud of myself because I have seek professionals. I, I did researches, watched me book I mean read books uh, looked at did yoga and meditational stuff and all these different things so I can say that I understand what's really going on with me and when I can sit here and say that that means I have grown in another area of my life that I couldn't speak on some time ago because I didn't know what my trigger points was I didn't know how to how to shut it down I didn't know how to collect it I didn't know how to do any of those things Simply because I didn't have the proper tools, I'm speaking Geechee, y'all, tools to help me get through. I didn't have the proper tools to help me get through. And that caused me to have that stress. That caused me to have gray hair. It caused me to have sleep this night. That even caused me to lose my appetite. Because when I had anxiety, I wasn't able to eat. Do I still have those episodes? It is rare that I have anxiety where I can't eat. Anxiety is so bad that I can't sleep. I, like I said, I have those episodes too every now and then. But what I've learned in my 36 years of living, the more information and more education that I get about depression, anxiety, and all these other aspects is helping me, but also helping other people out there to identify these trigger points. And these trigger points will help you understand what triggers it and 
what you can do to overcome it. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, I've been through a lot. But to sit here, uh, the month of March, 20th day and the 20th year, to talk about how I cope with anxiety, I have came a mighty long way because I am able to speak on and be honest about what I feel and what I deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. Having these episodes, having these things happen to you, it reminds you day-to-day -day that you can. But for me, I can speak on me. Everybody's situation is different, so I don't know what goes on with my fellow brothers and sisters and how they cope with their anxiety. I know what works for me. But by me taking these initiatives and techniques that I'm sharing with you all on this series of Who's Remarkable will inspire you to even put some of these teachings in your uh, planner. So what I'm getting ready to do is get off this platform. I'm going to share these two uh, YouTubers that I want you to kind of look at if you're interested in looking at it. Because it's optional at the end of the day. It's very optional. But what I'm sharing with you, ladies and gentlemen, is very, very good for you. And also, too, I'm going to share this doctor that I'm going to post on my page when I get off this broadcast, too. So it's two YouTubers and a doctor. That, her name is Dr. Tracy, I believe. I'm going I'm to share her channel on my page once I get off this live and this anchor podcast. And I want you to say, dang, remarkable. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for listening to my story. Thank you for listening to all the stuff I've been saying for the last 21 days. I'm almost at the end of Who's Remarkable, everybody. So I love you all. Take care of yourself and your family. And I will see you back here tomorrow at 7 p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Anchor Podcast. This is Remarkable from the Inspiration.